Welcome to episode 95 of Manage the Wilds. I'm Nick Madsen. I often felt like a pincushion when I was working for the Utah Division of Wildlife. And the reason why I say that is because my truck always had legs sticking out of it in different directions. Sounds psychotic, but I was... I literally looked like a, a pincushion because I would pick up... One of my duties was to pick up deer that had died on properties. And, and in some road areas, I had to do removal off of roadways. Uh, we were always trying to grab samples, checking for CWD and whatnot. And so we were always picking up dead animals. And I would drive around and legs would be sticking out everywhere. And it was an atrocious smell. It got to the point where I had no idea that I smelled... But I knew it had to be atrocious because there was so much fluid and maggots and flies and blowflies and ticks and just feces. Just it was just everywhere. These animals in the summertime, they would swell because of uh, they were decaying and all the bacteria, they would start to bloat. And they would just, and their legs would start to stick straighter and straighter up in the air as they got tighter and tighter before I could take them to the landfill. So my truck always smelled. But one, one scenario, I always laugh and I always think back to this. I am a relatively big guy. I weigh 260 pounds. I am not small. Definitely not tall, but I am not small. I got a call from a gentleman, told them I would meet him in the morning, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, whatever it was, and I would remove a deer from his property that he had found. Between February and April was the busiest time for me on properties. This is when people start leaving their houses after long winters, and they start finding dead fawns and dead juveniles all over the place. And... This happened to be the case on this instance. And a gentleman calls and said, tells me exactly where the deer's at. And so I go and I pick it up, put it in my truck, and I go on about my day. I get a call. It's about, it's, it's in the afternoon. And this guy is just livid, just upset for the fact that I had not picked up this deer yet. And he had been waiting all day for me. And normally my policy is if they tell me where the deer is, I'm not going to bother him. Because most people don't like to go and look at a bunch of dead animals. So I go onto the property, remove the animal, don't call him. He's mad. Proceeds to want to talk to my my manager or my boss. And I told him, I said, sir, I've already picked it up. And he goes, no, it's still there. I promise you. Because you just haven't come by. So I stay on the phone while he goes outside and he's looking for the deer and he sees my drag drag marks and hair. And he said, I don't know. I can't, I can't decide. You must be some type of silent assassin or something. And that's probably the best compliment I've ever got on a job. I'm a big dude, but I sneakily and stealthily walked onto his property, picked up a dead deer, hauled it off without him even knowing, and he was watching out the window for me. Another instance uh, that I think back to is I hadn't been working for the division very long, and so I go to this gentleman's house. He's had a deer hit across from his house but it's still partially on the road and the way the wind was swirling it was blowing that decaying animal that smell right into his yard and into his house and in the summertime in some of these 
rural areas, they don't have air conditioning. They open up all their windows, use fans. And so with this smell, his whole house smelled like rotting deer. So I show up to his house and I've got quite a few animals in the back of the truck and I start to proceed to lift this animal. And I always take the back end because the back end's the heaviest end. And it's easy for me that once I get the, the back end up and over the tailgate, then I can grab the front end and flip it up in there. So as I'm doing this, this gentleman comes running, almost like a dead sprint, comes running, let me help you, let me help you. And I was like, no, sir, it's fine. You're going to get covered. My truck stinks. Like, it's fine. This is what I do all day. No, 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 I insist. I insist. And so I said, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll climb up in the truck, grab the back end, and you can uh, lift up the front end, but be careful because it is going to get everywhere. So he hands me the back end. And as soon as he touched that animal, he starts dry heaving. And he is uncontrollably dry heaving, but he's standing in the middle of the highway. So I'm in a conundrum. I'm hauling the deer into the back of the truck, and he's standing in the middle of the road. So I'm concerned he's going to get hit by a car. But I, I'm not going to drop the animal, because if I do, it's going to burst open, split open. All the fluid and all the contents of the stomach and everything are just going to go everywhere, and that's just not a situation I want either. So I proceed to pull the animal into the truck. As I'm pulling the animal into the truck, the head comes and flips over the tailgate, and all the fluid that was in the throat and in the stomach runs out its esophagus, comes out its mouth, and as I jerk the head, it flips and shoots mucus and blood and gore all over this guy, and he went from dry heaving to puking, and he is standing in the middle of the road for five minutes puking. I'm shutting the tailgate. He's throwing up. I'm taking off my gloves. He's throwing up. Putting hand sanitizer on. He's still throwing up, and the smell, and he can't walk because he's throwing up so hard. But it's the smell and it's the fluid that's all over him that's making. So finally, after a good couple of minutes of me like trying to clean up enough to help this guy, I had to walk this guy back to his house the whole time he's dry heaving and throwing up. And it's just one of the many adventures of working with roadkill. All right, you guys. Stay wild. Have a great day.